It was no wonder, after that, that Mrs. Antropus, Piggy, and Goosey spent long evenings with pencils and paper, for the princess said that everybody had the gift of automatic writing if they would only take pains and patience to develop it. Everybody had his own particular guide, and it was the very next day that Piggy obtained a script clearly signed Annabel Nicostratus, and Jamiflegg followed very soon after for her mother and sister, and so there was no jealousy. But the crown and apex of these manifestations was undoubtedly the three regular seances which took place to the three select circles after dinner. Musical boxes resounded, violins gave forth ravishing airs, the sitters were touched by unseen fingers when everybody's hands were touching all around the table, and from the middle of it materializations swathed in muslin were built up. Pocky came, visible to the eye, and played spirit music, Amadeo, melancholy impressive, recited Dante, and Cardinal Newman, not visible to the eye but audible to the ear, joined in the singing Lead Kindly Light, which the secretary requested them to encourage him with, and blessed them profusely at the conclusion. Lady Ambermere was so much impressed and so nervous of driving home alone that she insisted on George's going back to the hall with her, and consigning her person to Pug and Miss Lyle and for the three days of the princess's visit there was practically no subject discussed at the parliaments on the green except the latest manifestations. Olga went to town for a crystal and Georgie for a planchette, and Rhizome temporarily became a spiritualistic republic, with the princess as priestess and Mrs. Quantock as president. Lucia, all this time, was almost insane with pique and jealousy, for she sat in vain waiting for an invitation to come to a séance, and would, long before the three days were over, have welcomed with enthusiasm a place at one of the inferior and informal exhibitions. Since she could not procure the princess for dinner, she asked Daisy to bring her to lunch or tea, or at any hour, day or night, which was convenient. She made Peppino hang about opposite Daisy's house with orders to drop his stick or let his hat blow off if he saw even the secretary coming out of the gate, so as possibly to enter into conversation with them, while she positively forced herself one morning into Daisy's hall and cried, Margarita, in silvery tones. On this occasion, Margarita came out of the drawing-room with a most determined expression on her face and shut the door carefully behind her. 